Welcome to Be the Phoenix of Your Own Life, The Feminine Rising. My name is Julie Paulston. I am your host, and I am so absolutely honored that you stopped by. Each week, I'm going to be sharing my own personal journey, and I'm also going to be interviewing some incredible people that will be sharing their journeys as well, in hopes that we can educate, motivate, and inspire you to live the best possible life that you can. So grab your favorite beverage, maybe a snack or two, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Because at the end of the day, this truly is all about you. Hi, friends. Welcome to episode eight. So this morning, I was talking with a friend of mine, and we were doing some studying, and we started talking about different things that have happened in my life. And I was telling her that you know, I've been through so much and my brand is the Phoenix and there's a reason why I chose the Phoenix. The Phoenix rises from the ashes and goes through a journey and then goes back to the ashes and burns up and goes back to the ashes and burns up and goes back to the ashes, but it continues to rise and continues to be brighter and bolder and fierier, if that's even a word. And we were talking about different things and, and it, it made me think about one part of my journey and I wanted to talk about it. And it was so like, I got off the zoom with her. And the first thing I did was like, I'm like, I have to record this episode and I don't know if I'll edit it. I don't know how it's going to come out, but I think this is a topic that needs to be talked about and whether you agree with it or not. Whether you think about it or not, it's okay. Because at the end of the day, your thoughts are your thoughts. They're yours. You get to have them and you get to think whatever you want. I wanted to talk today about homelessness. So I've been sober for almost 31 years and I've talked about my journey in sobriety and, and I hinted in one of my, in the journey of, of my sobriety, I talked about being homeless and I've been homeless more than once. And I think I, I, I glossed over it a lot in that recording. And I wanted to really talk about my journey in homelessness. And I wanted to talk about homelessness in general. When you are homeless, there is something that mentally happens to you. Most people, now there are some people that love being homeless. They don't want to be helped. They don't want a home. They don't, they love the freedom of living on the streets for whatever, whether it's because they want to, or because there are mental concerns that they just are out there and that's where they want to be. There are those people that are like that. The majority of people who are homeless don't want to be homeless. I ended up being homeless at the age of 18. Um, my mom and dad had an apartment for me and I destroyed it. I invited a whole bunch of people over. We partied in it and it got destroyed. And to be honest with you, I don't remember because the amount of drugs that I took and I don't remember how exactly I lost the apartment or how I ended up homeless. But I remember living you know, on Capitol Hill in Seattle. And the the amount of homeless teenagers there was, was pretty big. And there were nightclubs that we would go to 
that uh, we could get into even though we were underage. And I remember going back to the apartment and not being able to get in. And my parents were not participating in my life because of the damage that I had done to my family. So I ended up going to Capitol Hill and I remember going into the clubs and I remember going home with whoever would take me home or going to the after parties because I wanted a place to sleep. When I didn't find those places to sleep, I slept outside. Um, I vividly remember sleeping in an alleyway on Capitol Hill. I remember waking up multiple times at night, absolutely terrified that somebody was going to attack me, that somebody was going to rape me, that somebody was going to hurt me. Thank God that didn't happen. I got a job selling magazines door to door across the country because I just wanted to get off the streets. And that was the only way that I could figure out how to get off the streets. It just kept my drug addiction going. It kept my disease going. And I was able to get off the streets. Not everybody has the ability to get off the streets. When you think about homelessness, a lot of people think, well, why don't they just go get a job? Everybody's hiring right now. Why don't they just go get a job? I'm going to challenge your thinking a little bit. If you're living on the streets, most likely you don't have ID. So how do you go and get ID? Well, you have to have ID to get ID, or you have to have a birth certificate to get your ID. So, and it's going to cost money to get ID. So how do you possibly get your ID when you're homeless? And then if you happen to be able to interview for a job, they're going to want a social security card. Where do you get a social security card from? How do you get a social security card when you don't have ID and you can't prove who you are? Because everything you own is in a backpack, it's in a shopping cart, it's on your person, but you don't have anything. How do you, how do you get ID? And say by some miracle, you happen to get ID and you happen to get a social security card. Are you going to go to that interview when you haven't had a shower in days, in weeks, sometimes months? Who's going to allow you into an interview? Who's going to give you a job? The amount of shame that hangs over your head is overwhelming when you are homeless. Because people look at you differently. People look at you and they have that look of, mm, mm. And here's the sad thing. I haven't been homeless in years. And I've caught myself looking at someone homeless and giving that same thought. And then I had to check myself real fucking quick and say, Jules, you used to be there. And but for the grace of God, that could be you. How many of us have six months of money in savings? We're going through a fucking pandemic. People are losing their jobs. People are struggling to keep their houses. If I didn't have Dawn, my friend Dawn, after Hurricane Sally, I was technically homeless again. I was homeless when I lived in Florida. I, I found people to stay with 
all my stuff got stolen. Like all my clothes got stolen because I lived with people and they would take what they wanted. And when I got on a plane to go home after my mom and my sister found me, I had the most hideously ugly dress on. I had these duck shoes, basically rubber duck shoes, not like actually look like a duck, but they were like rubber shoes that you wore to, to go wading. That's what I flew on an airplane home in. Homelessness is something that can be cured. Homelessness is something that if we stop judging those who are homeless and look at them as human beings. And now, trust me, I went back to Portland uh, to see the kids and see my grandkids. And I was disgusted at the pervasive amount of homelessness. I mean, there were people defecating on the streets and, and I don't agree with that at all. Yet I understand when you have to go and you try and go into a restaurant and they tell you, you are not allowed in here. What are you supposed to do? Can't take a shower. I have no place to go. And there are people that are homeless that end up addicted and drinking because of the guilt and the shame that just overwhelms you. Now, I'm not saying that I got all the solutions. I don't have the solutions. I don't have the solution. I don't know what the solution is. I know that one of the pieces of the puzzle is acceptance and love. We have to look at people who are homeless and listen to their stories. There are women out there with children who have been in abusive relationships and the only thing that they could do is run. And I know what that feels like. I have been beaten. My first husband tried to kill me. That's a whole different podcast that we're not going to get into now. My first husband tried to kill me. I know what it means to feel like you have to run, to grab your children and run. And some people, you end up on the street. You lose your apartment. You couch surf until your friends tell you, dude, you're done. And if you're not lucky enough to have friends, the streets become your friends. Drugs are plentiful. Booze is plentiful. And I don't know what the solution is, but I know that the solution is not hatred. I know the solution isn't judgment. I know the solution is not looking at people as if they are less than. It's time that we as human beings see each other and see the pain and hold space for those people that are sitting in that pain. Like I said, I don't know what the solution is, but I just wanted to share my journey with you because I've been homeless. I've slept with people. I've slept in doorways. I've slept in alleyways. I've slept in places that no human being should sleep. God, universe, spirit, Gus, whatever you want to call it. I was like, bitch, get up. We ain't done yet. And I was able to get up. And I was able to rise. And I've gone back to the ashes and I've risen again. I've gone back to the ashes and I've risen again. I know what it takes to rise. And it takes wanting life more than accepting death. And sometimes when you are sitting on that street, death is easier. Sometimes when you are sitting on that street, death sounds beautiful. For me, I wanted to live more than I wanted to die.
So the next time you see someone living on the streets, realize that they are a human being with a story. They're a human being with a journey. And for the grace of God and everything that you have, it could be you. So next time you see that person, try not to judge them until you hear their story. Like I said, I don't know what the solution is, but I know that the solution is not hatred and shame. This was a tough one for me to talk about, but I think it was something that needed to be said. It's a little different than some of my other podcasts because usually I'm just happy, Julie. This time you needed to see Julie because I've been there. Being the person that I am, the woman that I am, I've had people ask me multiple times, would you change anything about your journey? And I have to say no. Even being homeless, being raped, being abused, being beaten, all of the things that I have been through, I would not change any of them because they have given me the lessons to rise and be the phoenix that I am and to be able to coach and mentor and inspire and motivate those that are stuck in the mud because I understand what it's like. When you are sitting in the ashes, I can help you rise. I can give you the strategies to help you rise. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. Thank you for taking the time to hear me. And thank you for taking the time to see me. I appreciate you. Sorry for Lou clickety-clacketing in the background. You know, sometimes these podcasts... (laughs) life happens on a daily basis and you can't change it and you can't control it. So sometimes you just got to roll with it. Once again, I appreciate you. I honor you. Enjoy the rest of your day. It's Wednesday, my friends, and time to slide on into the weekend. Enjoy. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. I appreciate you and remember you are loved, you are treasured, you are adored, you are worthy, and you are so more than enough. I hope that you were inspired and if you were, please feel free to download, share, and leave a comment. I would be eternally grateful. Thank you so much and have an absolutely magical